Hey everybody, welcome to the set. Thanks for joining us here today. So you got Vivek Ramaswamy sucking up to President Donald Trump. I mean, come on. Now come on, he's pretty successful. And I want to talk about the success rates of all these candidates. Even the one that's still in the race, Nikki Haley. But she is the biggest loser of all of them. And I thought the biggest loser would end up being Ron DeSantis. Biggest loser meaning loses out the most from having entered this race. Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, is the number one winner. This is a person that was a billionaire, very rich, but not famous, didn't get the fame. Donald Trump was a billionaire before he ran for office, but he was also famous, something that Vivek wasn't. He had influence, he had connections. Vivek is just rich and really smart. He bought himself into this race with new ideas, didn't dream that he was going to become the nominee, especially with Trump being in the race. I, I believe at some point he was convinced that he could make it, but that was not his point of entering. His point of entering was to make a name of himself, and he did just that. Now, you've got him after leaving the race, which it was a pretty scary moment for him at the end of, right before he dropped out, a few days before the Iowa caucuses last week. Vivek Ramaswamy posted a picture that got Trump upset, and then Trump wrote out that Vivek is not a real MAGA person, he's a fake. And that was scary because now, does Vivek still have a future being with Trump? Is he going to be attacked by him? Are the MAGA folks going to hate him? And this is a guy that ran on Trump's successes. He said Trump was fantastic, but we need a younger guy. That was the only thing he was running about. Right after he dropped out, he endorsed Trump. But Trump accepted him. It's not like Trump still says he's a fake and a phony. And he's pretty well received by the MAGA crowd. But Vivek Ramaswamy, I believe Trump really dislikes. He does not like this annoying fellow that talks so fast, has this over-eager energy Runs up, takes the mic for 10 minutes, takes away the spotlight from Trump. That's what he did at a rally a rally earlier this week. He just went on and on and on and on. All pro-Trump, but it was like too much. Trump is more serious. He's not this, he doesn't like these over-eager dudes. You know, he likes the people that know it, do it, and are it. And you saw that play out with what happened tonight at a Trump rally where Trump said Vec was there. And he wants to be good with Vivek, why not, right? Help some supporters of Vivek to go and vote for Trump in the general election. He said, Vivek, come up and speak, but only one minute or less. Okay, that's how he introduced him. He didn't give him any massive title, which he usually does when he calls up someone to speak. This amazing person, this just fantastic person, come on. Say some words, you know? Say some words. You're great. And when Vivek finished his one minute, Trump was like, that was great. Went on. Um, and that really showed me what I thought so from the beginning. Trump does not like this guy. These two cannot get along. That doesn't mean Vivek is not successful. Vivek made an item of himself. He will be on TV for a long time. Not just because he's a former candidate, but because he is... Someone that has an interesting take on things. And people in the media, like Jesse Waters, Laura Ingram, are going to stick with him. Gutfeld like this person. And 
his say will matter for, I think, a pretty long time. Um, and he's got a fan base that will stick with him. And he will continue to be outspoken. So success all around, number one. Chris Christie? I'll say number two in terms of success. Okay. I mean, really not. There's someone that's ahead of Chris Christie. Um, but Christie accomplished all he wanted just to bash Trump. It wasn't about winning. So he's not a loser from this election. You could call him a loser, but not because he lost his election and he dropped out so early. Then you got Tim Scott. Tim Scott, someone who is very possibly going to be the Trump VP pick. I don't think it's a good idea. I think Democrats hate black Republicans so much that it's just going to hurt Trump in the general election when he got Tim Scott as a VP pick. But I think Trump will very possibly take him as VP running mate. That's a winner. Never got into any real fight with Trump. Right? Ran a little bit. Put his name out there. Got some nice numbers in the polls. Not massively high. Okay. Dropped out. Said I have no path forward. Now is sucking up to Trump and even going and acknowledging that Nikki Haley is despicable. Every time someone attacks Nikki Haley, Nick, Tim Scott is there, he just smiles and claps. Except for tonight, where you had, and notice, know this, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley were very good friends. They're from the same state of South Carolina. Nikki Haley is a former governor. Tim Scott is a senator over there, and they were really getting along for a long time. And now Tim Scott laughs every time she's made fun of during a rally. Except today, Trump said, yeah, you got Nikki Haley and even the senator right here, Tim Scott, from South Carolina, endorsed me. You, he must really hate Nikki. And that was a step too far for Tim Scott, who, just the perception of it, you were good friends with her. And you're going to laugh on someone saying that you hate Nikki Haley because now it's politically good for you to be good with Trump and allow the bashing of Nikki. So he stepped up, literally, something you almost never see. You could have had this Secret Service springing into action. He was behind Trump, walked up to Trump. It looked like a Will Smith slap moment. And Trump went, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And he leaned into the mic and he said, no, I just really love you so much more. Not that he hates Nikki Haley. And I thought that was a pretty good move, and it was interesting, and I think it will be spoken about tomorrow by the press. A very interesting moment. He's a winner. Ron DeSantis. I thought he was going to be a way bigger loser than he is. The guy was a popular governor. Not because of his own merits. I don't think so. Yeah, he was a good governor. Yes, he did the right things. Trump made it cool to go against the establishment during COVID. Ron DeSantis did it, and he was the most outspoken about the fact that he was going against the establishment and kept the state open. And fought wokeism, very outspoken. But his enthusiasm came during COVID, and because of how he led the state of Florida through COVID and was so outspoken about it, and that was the state everybody was looking at. Without that, he wouldn't have had the enthusiasm and the popularity for him to think, hey, I can make it in the primary. And I didn't believe for a second that he was going to make it in the primary. Nikki Haley is second after Trump, not DeSantis. I know he came second in Iowa, but that was only Iowa. I think in other states, uh, I'm not going to get into all these different calculations, but Vivek Ramaswamy even at some point almost went ahead and beat 
Ron DeSantis in the polls. It was just that he had the controversy about Israel and China. It really hit him hard, and it got Vivek Ramaswamy and really affected his campaign. But Vivek, I said, is a winner, right? His intention was just to become famous. So, Ron DeSantis, a lot of people say he should have waited out to 2028. No, but 2028 would be another star, popular figure that would go in. Ron DeSantis wouldn't be able to hold on to that enthusiasm. And even in this race, would it have not been for Trump? There would have been other candidates like Ted Cruz who would have been in this race, etc. And it wouldn't have been Tim Scott, uh, Ron DeSantis who would be the nominee. But this was his only chance to gain the most support nationally that he could ever gain in a, a primary. And he did just that, getting around 20% of the Republican Party behind him. And that's pretty nice, but sucky, because now he's in a fight with Trump. Okay, Trump, after DeSantis dropped out and he endorsed Trump, Trump said he's a terrific guy. But you don't see much cuddling between these two. Uh, no. Uh, they are not enemies, but they're not going to be working together. And Trump was asked about um Ron DeSantis having a position in being in Trump's administration. He said it's very unlikely, and I agree it's not going to happen. Um, and Ron DeSantis shouldn't have run. He could have remained the popular governor, endorsed Trump, would have been with Trump now with the MAGA folks, um, and maybe then he would have been under the administration, but MAGA is a very, very powerful base, and if you don't have a chance of winning in a primary, and you're a popular governor, and you have a future in politics, not for being president, but maybe being the VP pick for another candidate in 2028, or it could be Ron DeSantis could have been in the administration if he wouldn't have run against Trump in his 2024 presidential administration, the 2025, when Trump would get into office. Um, but he messed that up. But it was his only chance to get it, so I understand why he got it. Now you got Nikki Haley, someone who really was out of politics, was good with Trump, okay? Um, she was good with Trump. She was worked for him in the UN, former governor, UN ambassador under Trump. Very sharp person. Did well in the primary. 20%, pretty much like Ron DeSantis. They were tied. And she is still in this race. But she is what I look at as the biggest loser. She's the one candidate that Trump will not even say when she drops out and if she does endorse him that he likes her. I don't think so. This competition is getting so fierce between Trump and Nikki Haley. It's over. Now she could stay. She should have dropped out last week after Iowa. That way she could have amended things. She could have been pretty good with Trump. I don't know if she would have been a part of the administration, but Trump personally, I would have thought at that point back then, a week ago, just a week ago, before they got into this really heated up fight over New Hampshire, that if she would have gotten out, Trump would have taken her as VP, it would have been a great pick. Because look, she is beating Joe Biden in the polls by 14% or something. According to different polls, but way more than Trump is, and she could help Trump as a VP in the general election. Um, but that's not going to happen now. She's, she's the biggest loser. Now she could stay in the race. She has no future in politics. Has no future with MAGA. Uh, and 
she's just a loner with Governor Sununu. Even now she's going on to South Carolina, which is a state where she was the governor, and the governor of South Carolina endorsed her. Politically, it's the right thing to do. And she's herself. <laughs> she gave a rally right after she gave a victory speech after she lost New Hampshire. We did terrific. Look, we we became number two. There were thirteen candidates. Now it's only me and Trump. Well, wow. Okay. And she thanked Governor Sununu and the Sununu family and the Sununu family because that's the only person she had in New Hampshire. Not the voters and not the politicians, except for Governor Sununu. Hey, pretty interesting. So she got 43%. So she could get the voters, but she got a lot of independents and a lot of Democrats that switched over to the Republican side, possibly. But certainly independents are a big chunk of those who voted for Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day.